all the desire. Oh, oh. I just want it so bad. Oh, you know. Amazing. And it just seems so real. It's right there. Just want to reach out and touch it. For what all disappears. Sometimes it feels like everything is passing me by. Every now and then it's feeling like my ship has gone and sailed away. But I, I gotta be strong. Gotta hold on. Won't be too long Now the tide is coming in I see the waves flowing Out there on the ocean I know my ship is coming in Just at the horizon And right where the sky is Out there on the ocean Know my ship is coming in So don't leave me hanging I will travel to the seven seas. I will even go wherever the wind blows me. I'll do anything to find my destiny. It's like fighting with gravity, and it's bringing me down. If this world is really round, then tell me. Hello, hello, hello everyone and welcome to the live episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. Rodney and I want to thank you all for tuning in with us tonight. I thought I'd let the song play just a little bit longer for all of you lovebirds tonight. Thought I'd end it right where I ended it. Um, What took you so long to come around, I think is what it said. So hopefully you guys have found your boo for 2017 or came into 2017 with your boo, Rodney. Are you there? Rodney? Okay, Rodney, we can't hear you tonight. All right, well, we'll just keep it moving. Um, He's out there, so I'm sure he's uh, walking his way back to the line. But, again, thank you all for tuning in with us tonight. It's going to be a fun show tonight. We'll get serious a little bit, but we want to make it fun because love is in the air, hopefully, for, for you listeners. Um, I want to remind you all that the lines are open. <clears throat> if you're listening by Facebook, um, remember you can call in 818-691-7406 to listen and or make your comments, ask your questions. Chat line is open as well. If you are not a registered follower of the show, you will have to um, – okay, Rodney's going to be with us in just a second. You will have to register as a follower of the show in order to connect with us through the chat. So you can kind of go back and forth there on the chat line. It's very easy. Just log on to blogtalkradio.com backslash butterfly evolution and follow the prompts to register as a follower. From there, we you, you will be able to chat with us and ask your questions uh, right there with us so that we can comment quickly right back. If you want to, to connect with us offline, you can certainly send um 
a text to either Rodney or myself if you have our numbers uh, or Facebook. A lot of you use Facebook to send private messages during the show. Now, if you do call in, we will identify your call by the area code you're calling from and the last four digits of your number. If you don't want to be identified, um, you don't have to. You don't have to give us your name. And I know sometimes Rodney and I will, for you repeat listeners, we kind of just call you out anyway. So I hope we're okay with that. But if you want to be anonymous, you can. Also with, with registering as a follower as well, you can do that through Facebook, which will pull your Facebook name over. Or you can create a user ID and password and, and have, you know, something totally separate from Facebook. So totally up to you on that. I want to remind you guys uh, of our trash can baby, especially as we continue to promote um, transformation, change. I cannot say enough about the necessity, the need for self-reflection, for um, spending time, enough time with yourself to get some understanding of yourself in hopes of promoting understanding about your life, where you are, who you are, what you're doing. Is it working? Is it not working? If it is, what about it? What are you doing to make it work? If it's not, what are you going to do? And this is applicable to your love life as well because so many of us in, in, are in places with people that I won't necessarily say that we don't love but that we don't understand and that we don't know how to love. And we're not spending enough time seeking to understand that person in order to be able to love them, uh, opposed to trying to force the person to understand who you are when you don't really know. So it's hard to to say you don't understand me or you don't know what to do for me or give me when you really don't know yourself. So a lot can come out of the show tonight. Uh, trash Can Baby is that we ask that – you move your trash can, a trash can, from one location to another. Um, and then from that point, going forward, monitor how often you return back to the location um, or the place that you move the trash can from. If you're normal and if you're like me, you're gonna find, you will find that you're going back to the place where you move the trash can from rather than where it is now. And we ask you to do that just to get you to thinking, what what else am I just accustomed to? What what have I come so addicted to or so um, comfortable with that even when I change it or I attempt to change it, I instantly go back without much thought, go back to it, or I stay there because it's what I know. It's It's just become routine for me. And in life, this is what happens. If you are not intentional, if you are not, um, if you don't wake up every day dedicated. Uh, today was one of my days where I don't feel like I woke up and did the things that I need to do for me in order to be productive. Um, so I, I kind of woke up out of my lane today. I didn't. I woke up kind of and just got busy with my day without taking that time to prepare so that I could embrace this day um, fully and into its totality. So um, that's what the Trash Can Baby is about. Um, so do that. If you have not, we've not heard anybody in a very long time talk about how that worked for them or if they've tried it and, and things like that. So 
I think I maybe need to move mine again um, just to see how it works for me uh, this time around. So, uh, Rodney, are you in with us now? Hey, Tammy, I, I am on. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can hear you. I thought I heard you. How's it going for you tonight? Yeah. Uh, everything is good other than some minor uh, connection issues. Uh, uh, we believe that it's because we lost power uh, sometime overnight, and uh, that probably caused us to have Internet issues. But nevertheless, uh, we are definitely on and uh, ready to get this show started. It's been a great day, uh, very productive on this uh, Valentine's Day Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day. Eve. Where the 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 last the last day you have to pay full price for sweet tarts and balloons and flowers because uh, as Michael Bazin said earlier, uh, his show Wednesday is going to be the other woman Wednesday. That's the title of his show, uh, where you probably can get everything fifty percent off. So if you uh if you if you plan to buy somebody something special, uh, just know that tonight you will be paying full price, but on Wednesday you can get a discount. It just all depends on how much she means to you. So for the main ladies, you know, you probably get the full price. The uh, For the ladies on the side, you know, you might get the discounted rate. You, <laughs> this all depends on where you fall in line. You know, if you're going to get three sweet tarts or one, it just depends on where you're going to fall, where you fall in line. You know, I never. Um, I was I was talking to, with some friends today, um, and I was we were kind of joking about. I remember last year, I I was at Walgreens, um, and I, it was I believe it was actually Valentine's Day, and I just remember it being so. <laughs> it was so funny to me to see the faces of these guys, and it, it was all guys, of course. They looked like, you know. Y'all, I'm just going to say what they look like. like, what the hell am I doing in here? Like, I don't even really like her that much. Why I got <laughs> Why am I here? What am I doing? And frustrated. It wasn't It wasn't this, this sense of joy that I'm buying something for the person I love. It felt forced. So um, it just kind of felt forced. But anyway, so I, I never thought about the, the, the half price stuff. But I bet you. If I shouldn't say I bet you, but I think you're right. You may be something to that because Valentine's Day, you know, that that your 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 woman wants to wake up and maybe have something in the morning or tonight at midnight. So yeah. you could be right. Something you know could have something on the fifty percent off. But I never thought of it because Walgreens on Valentine's Day. I mean, if you guys want to joke or if you just want to sit back and watch the faces of these people, you probably could do a documentary <laughs> on how they look going in, searching, paying, and coming out. Like, I wish I could just follow some of them somewhere and just see how it changes from the car to the door of the person that they're giving it to. Um, but, of course, you guys, this is Holiday Love and more about <sighs> – I know we're having fun with this, but so many people wait until Valentine's Day to do things that we should just be prone to do for the people that we love. And 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 I'm not saying you got to go out and buy all these flowers and all these things. Because me personally, roses just don't do it for me, especially on Valentine's Day. 
Um, you've heard me say here on the show, I'm a kind of one rose girl. Like, you, I'd rather get one rose per month every year or every month. One rose a month, that gives me a dozen. Because I, I think it takes more effort um, to remember to do that or just to randomly uh, do that. I've never been one for just kind of directed things, like especially things like this, because it's easy for you, for people, in my opinion, to go with the crowd, to do what society tells us to do when. But what do you do Friday? What 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 is your relationship Friday? What was it like last Friday? You know, those that's what really matters and and we, we should not get so caught up in days like this. Um Rodney's totally off, but I, I left the house tonight just a little after seven and to just kinda of go get something to eat and I came back I was coming back home and I passed the homeless guy. And of course, y'all my heart breaks for homeless people, but I'm thinking how many dollars are going to be spent on flowers tonight that could feed so many, so many people who and who's going to be really cold tonight, perhaps hungry tonight. Um but just things like that. So what if what if what if one rose worked for everybody and the and money was spent somewhere else, even if in the household or on something else that you need. So um I'm all for whatever works for you which is what we talked about a little bit earlier in the show, um, finding out, understanding your your person, your guy, your girl, what do they like? Because, um, again, so often I've gotten flowers. They're good. Hey, they're pretty. But do I need 12 of them that's going to die in a few days? And for the people <laughs> to charge you what they charge you to get them to me? Absolutely I don't. I'd rather you send me something saying, hey, I donated to St. Jude or I fed a homeless person in your honor. I really, really would because they're going to die. They're going to die. And I'd rather come outside and you've planted, say, hey, there's a seed in that ground, and one day you're going to have some roses. <laughs> Things like that. But that's me. That's me. So you have to understand and know what your girl, what your guy likes. So, Rodney, I'm going to turn it over to you because this one is kind of your baby. You came up with it, but I loved it. So here we go. <laughs> well, I think we should just uh, stay right along those lines, Tammy. I think that um, we, I think that we get so caught up into holidays that we forget about the everyday life, about our everyday uh, wives or, or or our husbands or you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, however you choose to define it. I think that we get so caught up into these holidays that we forget um, that we forget how to love and how to show affection and how to show appreciation um, all year long. And, you know, this is this, this is nothing new. This conversation is, is nothing new. I mean, we, we, we've heard this before, but I think that we we have to understand that if you look at the bigger picture, uh, Tammy, and, and to our audience, if you look at the bigger picture, America is a capitalistic society. And it's a trendy society. And because of that, if you want to make some money, all you have to do is go along with the program, meaning Let's take Valentine's Day for for an example. Well, 
if you think about supply and demand, well, what do people want on Valentine's Day? Well, to Mary and I were talking about this earlier, it's kind of hard to mess up Valentine's Day. You can mess up birthdays um, a lot easier. You can mess up Christmas a lot easier. But as long as you go and pick up some flowers, chocolate, balloon, and you don't even have to pick up all of them, but just pick up something along those lines, and you can get away with being considered thoughtful because it's Valentine's Day and because you brought home flowers or, or balloons or, or, uh, or, or chocolate or you brought home a nice card. And so that's all you see throughout stores. Why? Because people know that if you don't show up with those things, you're going to have hell to pay when it comes to that woman. Not only that, you start thinking about people making dinner plans, hotel, resort reservations. These people are are making money. They're capitalizing on a holiday because they know that chances are that that you don't want to take the chance. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to put every woman in that category and say that she'll flip out if she doesn't get anything. Uh, For those of you listening, if you'd like to call in and let us know what you expect on Valentine's Day, uh, that would be great. But I won't put everybody in, in the category, but I will say as a man, you don't want to take that chance. If you'd like a female, uh, whether it's a lot or a little bit, if you like her at all, you are not willing to take that chance because even if she says, oh, I don't want anything, like, it's totally fine, oh, it's going to start playing on her most likely when she starts to see her coworkers or her friends or relatives getting things. And as a guy, you don't want to take that chance. So what do you do? You go out and you spend money. Now, on uh, on another note, I want people to think about this too, where people say, you know, um, do it all year long. You know, it really doesn't mean anything if Valentine's Day is the only day that you do it. Well, think of it this way. You show your lady that you appreciate her all year long. Then when you give her something on Valentine's Day, she's not going to say, well, it doesn't really mean anything because you do this all the time. No, she's going to appreciate you even more because that's just how she is. And so you can't fake your love for somebody but for so long. If you are really not into them, you might get away with it at first if they're not paying attention. But eventually, it's going to show up. And you can deny it all you want to, but that person is going to say, well, if you really did like me, then why is it that every time I'm with you, you're on your phone the whole time? But then when I text you, I don't get a response for three hours. See, eventually it starts to show up. 
or um, when you first meet uh, when you first meet the individual, you're blowing their phone up. Always want to see them. Always want to talk to them, and then that changes. Well, see, you you can only fake it for so long, and sometimes you do start out that way. Sometimes you you, you know you are in it, and then it and then it just fades away. So Valentine's Day isn't going to make or break your relationship if. Your relationship falls apart because of Valentine's Day. Your relationship was dead anyway. Your relationship was on the edge anyway. The only thing that something like Valentine's Day will do is if y'all are having a rough time and you treat her well on Valentine's Day, hey, it'll it'll give you a little bit of breathing room. But it's not the end all. Because, see, they sell flowers all year long. So you can buy flowers any day of the week, any month of the year. But what do you have other than these monetary gifts to offer somebody? And for you young ladies out there, is it everything to you? Do you expect anything on Valentine's Day? If so, what do you expect and why do you expect it? In the same way, men, do you expect anything on Valentine's Day? If so, what is it that you expect and why do you expect it? And hey, for Ronnie, you ladies, Ronnie, go ahead, Sammy. Ronnie, let me ask you, since you're, you're, you're a guy, what, what uh, what's your opinion? What what's your opinion? Is this is this a, a ladies' day, um, or is it both for some people? Because I I really don't know. Well, I think I think it depends on the I think it depends on the person or the people. Me personally, uh, I really don't I really don't care if I get anything. My my so when it comes to Valentine's Day, my thing is my wife being happy, my wife being satisfied. However, that's my goal every day. Um, this, you know, it's just, to me, it's just another uh, a, another way of doing it or another way of expressing it, but it's not the end all. It's not, um, it's not me saying, you know what, uh, man has said I need to buy my wife flowers and and candy on this particular day, or I need to treat her nice on this particular day. That you know, I, I don't like that. Doesn't that doesn't bother me? Um, that that doesn't weigh on whether or not I do anything, and that doesn't weigh on. Um, that doesn't you know have anything to do with what I do. Excuse me, or how I do it, because I don't need a specific day. Um, to do anything. If if I see something that I think that you will like, then I'll get it. It's no big deal. Like, uh, for example, um, I teach school, so I'm <laughs> out of 365 days, I only work 200 days a year. 
So that means that there are a lot of days that Samaria gets up and goes to work, goes to work, and I don't have to go to work. Well, when she went to work over the Christmas holidays, and it was cold outside, I got up, even though I didn't have to. I got up at six something in the morning to go outside and and and, and warm her car up. But Again, that's just something else that it's like, well, I don't want my wife getting in a cold car. Or I don't want my wife, like, getting in a car that has a cold engine and just speeding off. And it's like, no. Like, that's just one of the things or one of the ways that uh, that I express my love for her. And she'll tell you, I don't. Uh, now, I'll say it uh, a lot of times after she has said it first, um, but she'll tell you, I don't say I love you all the time. I, I do when when, uh, when she says it. And there are times when I say it first, not as many as, as her. However, I, I try to say and do things on, on a regular basis that shows her um, that I do love her and I do appreciate her. And so for me, this is just something, something extra. Um, but as far as me, I really don't expect anything on Valentine's Day. The only thing I expect is that if I do something for you, I expect you to uh, be grateful and show me that you appreciate it. That's the only thing I expect. When it comes to to, to, to flowers and hearts and candy and stuff, it's like, I'm sorry, like that's to me, like that's just, that's a woman thing. Like that's just not my thing. Uh, please don't buy no flowers. <laughs> like, that that's not nah, that that's just not that's just not me. Now, if you want to buy me some candy, like I, I'm always up for it. Like I like I'll eat candy, but don't buy me this other stuff. Like it's like it's cool, but if you know, but Tamari has always bought me gifts on Valentine's Day. Um, and if she didn't, it would be totally fine. Um, and I was having a conversation with a young lady. Right, you said she, she always does buy you some. You said Tamaria does. Yeah, she yeah. always does buy you something. Oh, okay. Yeah, she always. So yeah, she, she looks always at it does. Love day, huh? not just for women. She looks at it a day about love, um, not just for women. Well, I, I, I'll let her answer that. But <laughs> the funny thing is, well, I asked Rodney about that earlier. Can you hear Tammy? Uh huh. I can hear her. Oh, I asked him about that earlier because I was like, you know, is it just for women or is it for men too? Um, because obviously I wouldn't come home and be like, I told him, I said, I wouldn't bring you no pink roses. But there are times where we just like to do nice things for each other. So I do agree with showing people love all throughout the year. But I tend to lean towards kind of what my mom taught me. My mom always has been the type to give Valentine's cards. Like, she gave me and Rodney a Valentine's Day card and an ornament that said Mr. and Mrs. Um, So based on the fact that she always showed love and it didn't matter if it was a man or woman or whoever, she always felt like if you're receiving, you should be able to give with no strings attached. And so because that was my example, I always felt that way. It's the same thing with going out to dinner. I think it's I would take them take Rodney out to dinner for Valentine's Day. Um, and even before we met it, you know, it was like, okay, like I don't always want to receive and not give love either or show others that I appreciate them. 
So when Rodney and I met, there were plenty of times I was like, oh, I got it, or like my treat. Because that was the example right. my mom set to me. Tammy, I think I think Samaria right. said something that that is that is very important, and 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 that is, um, you should not be a person who uh, is receiving and you don't want to give or you don't give, uh, because to me that just means that you're selfish. Um, I don't expect anything, but at the same time, like. If you are if, if you are an ungrateful person or if you are a selfish person, then when I see that, it is going to make me shy away from doing things from you. It's going to make me not want to do things for you um, because, to me, there's no need to be selfish. Um, I, don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand people who constantly have, uh, where you only see um, the lighter part of their hand. You never see the dark side of their hand. Why? Because they constantly have their hand out, and it's gimme, 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 but you never see the darker side of their hand because they're never giving anything. And that's a problem to me. And when people are like that, it makes me not even want to be around him. It makes me not want to associate with him. Um, you know, when I've gotten gifts from, from the kids over the years, um, you know, which is which is nice, uh, but at the same time, like, I don't expect anything from them either. It just comes with the profession. And because I teach younger kids, um, they, they love to give gifts if they like you. If they like you, they they love to to bring gifts on your birthday, Christmas, and Valentine's Day, and sometimes you might get a gift at the end of the year. So, um, but I think that I think that that receiving and giving part is very is very critical. So, even on a day like Valentine's Day, let's say you don't do something for uh, your man on Valentine's Day. What are you doing for him? Period. Just in general, because for me, like again, I don't, I don't expect anything. If I get something, I'm not gonna like give it back. Like, <laughs> like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it, and and you're gonna know that like I, I really appreciate it. But if you don't, that's fine. But what am I gonna get on a regular basis? What am I gonna get? You know. Uh, how are you going to treat me outside of that? Those are the things that I focus on. Um, because if I don't like the way I'm being treated, me and you probably not going to make it to Valentine's Day anyway for, for, for us to even have to worry about it. If I don't, well, I if I don't like the way I, I think that once but, when we get those who get the gifts um, in the midst of um, just – because there are people who will um, go and purchase – I mean, pay dollars and dollars for these flowers, and the relationship is is doomed. I mean, and they give the they give the gift with a a, a sour heart. I'll, I'll say I'll use that word sour with, you know, with just not a loving heart. It's like okay, I, it's Valentine's Day. I have to go get you something, and 
I mean, if that happens, you, won't, you guys probably cannot count how many relationships are going through that right today. But what if, what if they took that money and said, listen, let's go sit down somewhere and have, and, and if it's counseling or just in, in your living room floor with sandwiches mm-hmm. today, let's figure out what's going on with us so that next year this time or even tomorrow, we don't feel this way about our relationship. We're not mm-hmm. feeling some kind of way about it. But if nothing else, allow this show to see what, what, what do you put your value when it comes to love in your relationships? Is it in things? Or do you have a relationship? We can equate that to the relationship with God. Like we can say we know God, but if you don't have a relationship, with God, then you don't you don't know God. You know of God, and so mm-hmm. the same. A lot of us are with people that we we're just with them because society says you gotta have a man or you gotta have a woman, or you know something's wrong. So we get into these relationships and we spend this money, and it, it can go past Valentine's Day. Um, Christmas is another one that we we just buy 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 to make things not to make things right, but to be right with the world, I would say. And so some mm-hmm. of the questions we asked uh, for the for the description of the episode in, in information was, how do you feel? First of all, how do you feel about Valentine's Day? Is it overrated? And does your mate know? Does your guy, does your girl know how you feel about Valentine's Day? Because, I mean, I always make it clear, I don't want flowers. I don't, don't, send, don't send me flowers. Uh, and I don't want the candy. The half of <laughs> the candy in the box, I don't need it anyway. Now, you can ask me, what do, bring me a sneaker bar. Bring me a 100-gram bar. <laughs> but but what's the use in somebody going to spend this money? Chocolate-covered strawberries is another one that people like to get. I hate chocolate-covered strawberries. I hate them. But I've gotten them <laughs> as gifts. What am I, I got to give them away. Now, what sense does that make for somebody to spend that kind of money on me for something I don't even like? So mm-hmm. that. That in itself says we've not communicated enough for you to know what I do and do not like on this day. So that's the first thing. What What are your thoughts about Valentine's Day? And then secondly, does your mate, does your partner know how you feel? Because there's nothing worse than getting a gift that you want to figure out, okay, how can I re-gift this and to who and when? What else is the problem? <laughs> Well, I mean, it wasn't. Uh, you know what? That, but that's you know, funny, it's but it's true, though. It's true. It's true. Same thing with so, Christmas. So, you guys, same thing. You would know how many gifts I have re but now I don't because people are finally getting it. I don't want Christmas gifts. Christmas gifts. I don't want them. So people are finally getting it. And not buying. I think I got two gifts, and they was just like, "Well, I know, I know, I know," but but it's just something small. Fine. But for the most part, people know. Don't buy her anything. She doesn't want it. <laughs> Jamie, I think when it comes to when it comes to holidays, uh, every last one of them, there is a story behind uh, each one of them, and. I don't know if we will ever get the truth, meaning the truth behind Christmas, 
the truth behind Valentine's Day, uh, Easter, anything else. But there's a story behind each one of these holidays. Now, if you notice, um, it doesn't really talk about them in the Bible. So, therefore, um, that tells me that these are man-made. These holidays are man-made. And to further prove that point, every single day now, it's National Something Day. Everybody's trying to make these days now. National Sibling Day, National Dog Day, mm-hmm. National Go to McDonald's and order a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit day. Like, there's a day for everything now to the point where, like, it's being worn out. Every day is a national day. And so there, there, there's a there's a story behind these days, a man-made story. But I don't know if we'll ever find out the truth. The story is because things in history get, get tampered with, get played with, to the point where we don't know. And so I think that's why it's so easy for these holidays to be watered down or for there to be so much confusion, or things not associated with God that comes along with him. Not one day of the year should come in between you and your spouse. Not one day. Valentine's Day should not uh, make or break your relationship. It shouldn't. Valentine's Day should not determine whether or not you have sex on February 14th. Valentine's Day, February 14th, should not determine whether or not you go to the divorce court February 15th. And it also shouldn't make you shred the divorce papers because you get treated well on February 14th. Christmas should not put you in debt for the next 6 to 12 months because these things are not of God. Easter should not be the only time you go to church. (laughs) But if you think about the things that typically come along with these days, most of it is ungodly. Now, loving one another, loving your your husband or your wife, absolutely. But for the most part, these are man-made days where people are just capitalizing on your pockets. And so that's how I feel about these holidays. I really could care less about any of them. And that's why I don't go crazy over them. And I'm really like you, Tim. I've I've really gotten to a point where I I don't care if I get a Christmas gift. Don't even look for I don't even look for them. I kind of know that they're coming and who they're coming from, but I don't even look for them. 
And when people talk about it, because uh, sometimes, you know, the kids will bring it up at school and I'll tell them, well, here's what I like. I like the fact that I'm off with pay. That That's probably somewhere near the top. Number two, I like the fact that I know that I'm going to eat food that I don't eat on a regular basis. Like my mother's fried chicken, collard greens, and macaroni and cheese and chitlins. I don't get to eat that all day, all the time. I love being able to spend time with my family and not having a care in the world. Those are the things that I look forward to. Those are the, the when it comes to Christmas time, that's my thing. Let me just enjoy life because I'm I, I, I'm in a profession where I can. I'm in a profession where just because I don't go to work on Christmas doesn't mean I don't get it. So those are the things that I look forward to. Valentine's Day, it's, it's so nice to see people happy. But like you said, Tammy, you go to the store and it's like you just want to follow these guys home because there, there's no joy in it. Right, right. They they picking up candy, and it takes them twenty minutes to figure out which box to get, and they're finally like, "Well, I don't care. She don't like it. She don't like it. What?" Exactly. And like another thing you said, you should know your significant other. You shouldn't have to ever struggle with, unless they're like Tamari and just really simple. But even that isn't, even that isn't, is isn't, isn't a struggle. But it's just like, okay, well, I know that like Tamari, like, is very simple, and like she's really good with like technology. Um, and she likes to work out. She she over here laughing. I guess because she don't work out as much as she say that she is. I've been enjoying these but, chocolates. But, like, I know the things that she is into. And and so people, like, I'll buy Tamaria clothes, and people are like, ooh, you're really bold. Like, hey, if it don't fit, like, she can always take it back. Like, I'm not dumb as, like, I'm going to go in there and buy something that's too big. Like, I know that much. <laughs> if anything, you'd be like, oh, this is too small. Well, that's what size I thought you were. I thought you were a, a two. <laughs> but, but I think that, you know, we we have to look at the big picture. And the big picture is where is your heart every day? Where's your heart? Where's your mind every day? Ron, I want to share a story, um, actually two, that, and, and one one of the stories, and I'll share this one first because it's, it's the one that I heard for myself. Um, I was visiting a friend, and, and he had a, a guy friend there. And this guy was, was an older guy that um, was talking about his wife, and somehow we, we got on the subject of, relationship and, and, you know, leaving your spouse behind, dying and that kind of thing. And um, this guy said one something that 
has always stuck with me. He, we were, we were talking about life and relationships and all that, and so we were talking about children, single parents who were left with their kids to be raised, to raise. You know, fathers are not there, and he was saying that if something happened to him, that he he wa- he wanted to be sure that if something happened to him, he lost his life, he was no longer there, that financially his his wife would not have to pick a man based on her financial needs. Like he did not want her to feel like, well, I gotta replace him. Um, and I just have to pick anybody because we need help here. He wanted her to be financially secure so that she could make a sound decision. He he never said, I don't want her to move on or I don't want her with anyone else, which is a lot of times you'll hear somebody say um, things like that or they don't want to leave the person uh, financially set because they're thinking about the next person she's going to be with or he's going to be with. But this was one of the most mm-hmm. beautiful, simple things that I've, that I've ever heard a man say to the to the point where, hey, if I leave, I want her to be financially set. Not so that she doesn't need a man, doesn't want one or have to have one, but if she does, it's not based on a financial need, but someone that she's thoroughly looked at, knows that he's 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 worthy to be in here. And I and things mm. like that, that's 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 to me is like unconditional love. That's pure unconditional love, that I care for you so much to the point that if I leave here, if I leave this earth, I want you to be okay. I want you and my children to be okay. Even even if it's someone that's not your wife or your husband that's raising your kids, how awesome is that to think about them beyond yourself, beyond? Think about if you took 20 years and put up $60 you spend every year on roses that will die. Like you can go you can go plant the seeds and get bushes of roses, you know, many. But that takes time, that takes effort, that takes work. Well, we'll go on this day and spend hundreds of dollars on them and give them in a few days they're gone. And your wife or your husband never gets another rose until next year or a card. And the second story, and, and I don't know if this one's true. I can't even remember where I heard it, but this guy used to give his wife flowers every month. And he set it up so that if something happened to him, that she would continue to get flowers every month from him. Mm. Someone had to take care of Someone had to do that for him. Um, say that again. Did you say something, Rodney? No, no, I didn't say anything. Okay. So that, to me, it's like you're thinking about this person beyond a day that society has set aside and says, make people think. Like, their people will literally break up if they don't get something tomorrow. You have people that are going to be pissed off. The man could be at work all day, not have time to get off and, and go get anything. He could have the best intentions of going. But if he walks in that house without something, people will literally break up over this. Mm-hmm. So for you listeners, tell us, what do you think? Um, I'm going to check Facebook, Rodney, and check our messages and just make sure we're okay there. Uh, but for those of you who are, are on with us, if you have a comment, you know, what do you think about Valentine's Day? Is it overrated? What are you expecting and why? Or do you expect? Or if, you're, if your significant other came in with, something very simple and say, listen, babe, I just didn't have 
the money this year to spend to to do this, how would you feel? What do you what would you tell your girls or your guys if they asked, what did you get? Would you be honest and say, hey, we we didn't do it this this year or things just wasn't right this year? What what would you say and how would you feel about what what you say? Because if you answer those questions, then it really will tell you what are your thoughts deep down. What what are your thoughts about this day? And your love, your, the person that you say you love. What does it really get down to? So I'm gonna turn back over to you right now. Let me check your messages. Uh, so while you're taking while you're taking uh, messages, uh, <laughs> I'll share uh, something funny that I well, at least it was funny to me that I saw on Facebook earlier earlier today. And it said, uh, "I wonder if." Um, Eve kept checking Adam's ribs for side chicks <laughs> to see if, if to see if if, if God had had, had forced to side for other women uh, <laughs> from Adam's ribs. Uh, oh man, just just funny to me. But but along those along those lines, Tammy. Um. I saw something saw something else uh, that that kind of talked about um, men having more than one woman in today's time versus men having more than one woman um, years ago, thousands of years, hundreds of years ago, whatever. Um, and and. Basically, it was talking about because uh, what I did was I googled uh, side chicks in the Bible, and uh, of course there weren't really any scriptures. But they, but what did uh, continuously come up was how men had multiple wives, um, uh, you know, throughout the Bible, and how um, you know we went from that period um, to. Uh, you know, a period where, you know, it, it was kind of frowned upon. And now I guess it's kind of getting back to that where it's like um, the only thing is it's not a law. And, and to be honest, I don't think that we're too far from it being a law just because I think eventually somebody's going to say, well, if if you can't tell a man that he doesn't love another man or a woman that she doesn't love another woman and you make laws, uh, for them to be together and to protect them and to give them the same rights um, that everyone else has, then who's to say that I don't love two women or three women? And then the moment that happens, uh, of course, it's going to be, well, who's to say I don't love more than one man? Why can't I have more than one husband? But what do you think, Tammy, um, is the difference between um, the way that it is handled and viewed today versus a long time ago? And I'll tell you what uh, what, what the um, author of this particular blog post said. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? On the make sure I understand your question on the on having more than one chick or yeah. and spouse and all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I I don't think we need 
uh, multiple of anything that we can't handle one of. Like, if I can't eat one cookie, I don't need two or three more. Like, I don't need bags of cookies when I can't fit, figure out one bag or I don't know how to to complete this one bag that I have. And so that's kind of how I look at that. Like, we how how in the world, and that's just for me, um, how is that possible? Like, we have such a problem connecting to one person until I can only imagine the issues in the 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 ego that comes in, the um, envy and the jealousy that comes in with multiple. So, um, because we've not quite mastered self yet. And so, and I, I feel like to be in, to be able to love even another one more person takes the mastering of oneself to a point where I look in I look in the mirror and I'm free. Like I I, I understand and I'm free. And now I can turn around and love you freely. I don't think that's happened yet. So to to um, try to give that to multiple people spiritually, I know some people will say um, that. <laughs> It's okay to have multiple multiple wives um, or partners, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, me personally, I don't see that. I don't see that when I read it. That's not my understanding. Of now, I know it's in the Bible of 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 it happening and that kind of thing. But I, I fast forward. I don't feel that we were we were given the okay to do that. Fast forward into the New Testament. Gotcha. Well, well, that's kind of the the first part of what you said is what the the author of the blog said, and, and what she said was that um, you have to look at um, the men, the, the the mindset of the men back then as well. Um, and and believe it or not, I mean, it still goes on uh, today. This not in America, obviously, but in in some countries it, it is still practiced. But what the young lady said was that. The men back then that that we read about in the Bible, they understood the responsibility that came along with um, being with more than 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 one person or having more than one than one wife. Whereas in today's time, people don't men don't understand that if you're struggling to. Um, uh, keep one woman happy, why in the world would you go and and, and create that, that problem with a second person? Sort of like people having kids. Well, if you're struggling to take care of the first child, why do you now have four? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that goes back to um, to what you were to, 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 your for, to your first point, Tammy, and I think that I think that um, I think that people get greedy um, along those lines. And, and, and again, I, I really think that somebody, and I think that there are some females that are, that, that are going to be pushing for it too. I think that, they, that there are people who actually want to be in a marriage where there's more than, than, than just two people because that's just the society that we live in today. But, again, how are you going to how are you going to commit to two people or three people or five people even financially if you think, even financially rodney when you see the people 
in in the stores tomorrow, a lot of it is about finances. If you have if you have multiple partners that now you got to figure out how do I number one how do I make time for everybody? Am I I saw a post today saying um, when you get your gift will determine basically <laughs> which girl you are. You know, if you get it today, if you, you know, if you get it on Valentine's Day or the day after, you kind of know which girl you are. But financially, like how people are struggling financially as well. So how do you support it? How how do you support that 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 thing? I guess how do you support having multiple parties now on Valentine's Day and you got to figure out who gets what when? Uh, because again. We could take this further. Some people are going to get a, get a gift next Friday on next payday. I mean, seriously, that's just how deep and crazy this thing is. Like, like they're going to be they're going to come up with something, something. Mm-hmm. Why, like, why I could not see you because you know this happened, this happened, this happened. But I'm here today, and somebody's going to buy that story. So it's not about what they bring you; it's that you buy the lie, and it's it's this day means so much to you. Of, of the value, it values you in such a way until even that story sounds good, sounds better than nothing. So that's how that's how broken we are, and that's what I meant by saying, in order to really even love one, you gotta you gotta have some understanding of yourself. You gotta be free when you look at yourself. You gotta be free and know that, hey, it's it's me, it's who I am. Understand me or don't. But this is who I am. Doesn't mean that there's not change. And that's how we're missing the mark. That's how we get caught up in days like this stuff. Just keep giving. Like you said, Rodney, just come up with all these days, all these holidays. It's a holiday for every children's day, grandparents' day, father's day, mother's day, all of this. Then we have to hear all this stuff like on father's day. We hear all this, you know, happy father's day to mothers, um, happy or I'm glad you're stepping out. It's ignorant stuff. So the society is telling us when, where, and how, even to the point of how much to spend. Like, what is the norm? Don't you dare walk in my house with three roses. I want a dozen. <laughs> you know, that's kind of where it is. And so mm-hmm. what does that have to do with love? What does that have to do with love? Because if, if it was about the roses, then like I said, buy some seeds and, and and plant them. Wouldn't it be nice to watch your man plant uh, a rose garden and and cultivate it? Just take care of it, and then you have all these roses. Would that would would you tell your girls, hey, I I don't I don't get roses on Valentine's Day. I get them 365 days a year, or whatever, in my yard. How awesome would it would it be to have that, where you could just go out and pick pick them? See them grow from nothing, season to season. So it's just like we forget the value of of life and things, and we put so much into days like this, Valentine's Day, uh, Christmas, um, even St. Patrick's Day. You know, that's going to be coming up soon, and you'll have people spending all this money on this green stuff, don't hardly know anything about it, <laughs> you know. It's every time we're we're spending something. Then it's, then Easter, we're they're gonna break us in Easter. I don't know what they're. Well, I do know my birthday's in May, so that's a great one y'all can celebrate. Um, I do do birthdays, take all gifts. Um, so, but what you know, we just have something every month, every every month seemingly that is going to take away 
financially from us. So, I mean, it's about really knowing what kind of love you have, what's important to you, what do you want on tomorrow, what do you want after tomorrow. After those flowers die, after you've eaten that candy, are you and your your guy, your girl, going to go back to the hellish relationship that you had before that time? And if everybody (laughs) would be honest, Valentine's Day is not going to change it. It's not going to change your relationship. So you might, you know, you get the candy, you get the flowers, a few good strokes, and just being honest, a few good strokes that night, and hey, you're probably back to nothing for another month or two. <laughs> Not even hello, thank you. Not even good morning. I love you. Like, where's the value? Hmm. Where's the Tammy, you preach it. <laughs> Tammy, I want to I want to share a a story, and I don't know how many people are uh, familiar with it, but I want to share a, a story, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, and it's the story of, of of Jacob and Leah and Rachel, and and I'm gonna try. Let me see. Uh, I'll just I'll just start from the beginning. And it said, "This is Genesis 29." It says, "Then Jacob went on his journey and came into the land of people of the east. And he looked and be behold a well in the field, and lo, there were three flocks of sheep lying by it." For out of that well they watered the flocks, and a great stone was upon the well's mouth. And thither were all the flocks gathered, and they rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the sheep, and put the stone again upon the well's mouth in its place. And Jacob said unto them, My brethren, whence be ye? And they said of Haran, Are we? And he said unto them, Know ye Laban, the son of Naor? And they said, We know him. And he said unto them, Is he well? And they said, He is well. And behold, his Rachel, his daughter, cometh with the sheep. And he said, Lo, it is yet high day, neither is it time that the cattle should gather together. Water ye the sheep, and go and feed them. And they said, We cannot until all the flocks be gathered together, and until they roll the stone from the well's mouth. Then, then we water the sheep. And while he yet spake with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep. For she kept him, and it came to pass when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went near and rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. And Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted up his voice and wept. And Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's brother and that he was Rebekah's son, and and she ran and told her father. And it came to pass when Laban heard the tidings of Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house, and he told Laban all these things. And Laban said to him, Surely thou art my bone and my flesh. And he abode with him the space of a month. And Laban said unto Jacob, Because thou art my brother, shouldest thou therefore serve me for naught? Tell me, what shall thy wages be? And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. 
And Laban said, It is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. And Jacob said unto Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. And it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to him, and he went in unto her. And Laban gave unto his daughter Leah Zilpah, his maid, for a handmaid. And it came to pass that in the morning, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, what is thou? What is this thou hast done unto me? Did not I serve with thee for Rachel? Wherefore, when then hast thou beguiled me? And Laban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill her week, and we will give thee this also for the service which thou shalt serve with me yet seven other years. And Jacob did so and fulfilled the week, and he gave and Rachel, his daughter to wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel, his daughter, Bilhah, his handmaid, to be her, her, her maid. And he went in us also unto Rachel. And he loved also Rachel more than Leah and served with him yet seven other years. And that's Genesis 29, 1 through 30. And basically, the reason why I brought that up was, so here you have a man. We're going we're gonna to excuse the whole incest factor here. <laughs> but... But basically, you have a man who sees a woman, and he—I mean, she is just just beautiful um, to him. He wants to marry her, and so he talked to her father um, in keeping with the tradition, and. He agreed to work with. He agreed to work for her father for seven years. And when that when that time was up, he had done his part. But when the time was up, he got somebody else. He got her sister, who wasn't as as beautiful as she was. The Bible referred to her as tender eyed, and as my pastor used to say. Uh, she had a lazy eye, but, <laughs> but he didn't get the one who he had worked for seven years for, and so he had sex with her, and then the next morning he he wakes up only to find out that he didn't lay down with the one that he thought he was laying down with. And so when he brought it to the dad's attention, when he brought when he brought it to the dad's attention, he he told them the the tradition. And what Jacob didn't know was that in order to get the one that he wanted, he had to work another seven years. But because he wanted Rachel that bad, he worked a total of fourteen years. Now, granted, he ended up with two women. But to get the one that he wanted, he was willing to suffer it out for 14 years, to work hard for 14 years for her father until he got the woman that he wanted. So my question to everybody is, what are you willing to do 
to get the person you want? What are you willing to do? Because good relationships come with a price. Good men, good women don't always fall in your lap at first. And so what are you, what are what are you willing to do for marriage? What are you willing to do for love? What are you willing to do uh for that person who is beautiful on the inside and on the outside? Are you willing to suffer? Are you willing to wait? Because 14 years, that's a, I mean, that's no chump change when it comes to years. I mean, that, that that's some time. I mean, it, it would be one thing if he had never seen her or met her. He, he did. He laid eyes on her, and he met her, and he knew that he could have her. He just had to wait. And he had to work for 14 years. He thought it was going to be seven. How many How many of us would have given up after that seven? Tell so you know what? I'm going to take Leah and I'm going to go on by my business. Or I'm going to leave Leah right here. Like I don't even want her anymore. I don't even want Rachel anymore. But I think, Tammy, I think that we we say that we want these things but we're not willing to wait. Or when the the person that we claim we want comes along, we find every reason to get rid of them or to dismiss them. Are you willing to put your insecurities to the side? Because for a lot of people, that's a serious work right there. Are you willing to bury all of your past hurts in order to have a good relationship? Are you willing to forgive your dad for what he did or didn't do? Are you willing to forgive your ex? Are you willing to let them go? Are you are you willing to put everything to the side in order to have the person that you want to be with. Tammy? Great one right, right now. I was wondering there. I was worried for a minute. Okay, where's wrong with this one? But I like how it all came back around. Um, <laughs> great question. A couple of things I get out of that. Um of course, the the weight, but to be so sure, to be so sure of what you want, to me goes back to knowing who you are, who you are, and if you and, it, and if you see the person, um, or who maybe you want to be, what what kind of relationship you desire to have? Because sometimes we meet people, and we're not really where we are, but we have an idea of of what type of relationship we want important story because you there's so many things in that also when you do when you see that what are you willing to do like Rodney said what are you willing to do or not do what are you willing to give up because if if most of us will be honest 
We want what the world says is right, not mm-hmm. what this this word says is right. And that's a that's a whole nother show. But to to see someone in that state and say, I know that that's her, that's him, and not just to know, but to know why. Because to see to see something in that person that some of that something has to also be in you in a sense of what you want in that relationship. And if it's if it's just stuff because sex is sex is sex. But if you want mm-hmm. a loving, meaningful relationship to the point where maybe you may it may come a point in your life where you physically cannot go buy roses and candy on Valentine's Day. I mean, you, we can go out and, God forbid, we can we can be walk can can walk today and not tomorrow. Well, you physically physically cannot, and we will be so caught up in the woes and the wo- the ways of this world until hey, when when the guy or the girl doesn't show up with with the stuff that the world says should be here on this day. Oh well, what's wrong with you? Or who are you seeing? Or what are you doing? Or what are you not doing? Or who is she? Or who is he? So to me, that story, again, the the two things that stand out most to me is to know, to look at someone and know that you know to the point now you got to wait seven years and then seven more years. I, I, don't, I don't know. That's a, that's a bit much for me. <laughs> that's a bit much for me, to be honest with you. But. Hey, I wish I wish it could be that way. I wish it I wish it was that way. You know, so um, that's a great question for people to answer for themselves. What are you what What are you willing to do, and what are you willing to let go? Because there's some stuff. Even even the being tied into the Valentine's Day and the cards and the candy and the whatever else that comes with this day. Well, tomorrow, um, what what bondage or what strongholds have you even tied into that day? Because I I wasn't always uh, the one that didn't want what everybody else got. Even though I wasn't going to eat it, didn't care about it, I I was not always that way. It took some growing. It took some learning. It took some some saying, this is the craziest stuff I ever heard in my life. Like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, you get the flowers and you wouldn't care if you seen them the next day, just as long as I got them. It don't really matter that they're here. And that's, that's sickness. That is something that that was within me. And so if I kept that day going and I kept allowing people to, to do this on this day, then that that's still some stuff in me that's just not right. You have to kind of be your be your own. Be your own your own own, I guess I should say. Own who you are. And don't take it right back. Don't conform to the patterns of this world. Because this the patterns of this world will have you broke, lonely, and out of your mind. Or all three, which is which is probably what the majority are. Broke, lonely, and out of the mind, and just keep feeding that cycle year after year. New Year's resolution, Valentine's Day, what's next? Uh, the Green Day, Easter, <laughs> my birthday in May. <laughs> and we just keep going and going and going. You just think about it every time. What if you did no holidays this year? Or whatever you were gonna do, if you put it up in your savings account, put it in a sock somewhere, and take a 
fly vacation at the end of the year? What if? If you and your spouse did that and you guys got to go away and spend some some important time together, where the roses were dead in a few days. Mm. So it's it's more than about what what they've taught us that it's about. So you have to answer the questions that we put out there for yourself. Tammy, uh, before we before we go, I want you to uh, kind of talk a little bit about Ephesians five because you brought that up in our conversation. Uh, okay. <laughs> talk to us about Ephesians five. Well, you sure we got time for that? But that's where we talk about the church, isn't it? And um, love your wife as Christ loved the church, and then then the women have to be a little bit submissive to some stuff, right? Oh yeah, let's well let's talk about it. Let's get this. Let's 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 end this 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 uh this love holiday holiday love with a with a big bang. You you gonna shut the love thing down when you get to talking about being submissive. But you can and honoring the church. I, I was I was about to say you could skip the part about loving your wife like Christ loves the church, and you could just talk about the submissive part, and I'm sure the audience would be happy. You say that like Jesus uh, said, <laughs> "Just kidding." Mary said, "I act like I'm trying to well, tell her something." Girl, you know it's such a popcorn. And if most of it, really Valentine's Day, if we will be honest, we we talked a little bit about tonight about it being for men or women. Um, but let's just keep it real for the most part. Not many men are going to get a gift tomorrow. If Not many men are going to get a card. Um, some, of course, will. But this day has, I think back in the day, it, it probably more men got something. But I think today it has really become a woman's day, it has, to me, in my opinion. Um, so Ephesians 5, I put, brought that up in the show description uh, 20, start at 25. Well, maybe maybe I'll just start at 22. Uh, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. Um, let's see, should I go on? That he, Yeah, I will one more. That he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or, or wrinkle or any such thing, but that he should be holy and without blemish. Um, I can go on, but I'll stop there for the sake of the show. That... That, again, it will eliminate Valentine's Day. That probably just stop a lot of gifts and everything else. Um, because, number one, to love your wife as Christ loves the church, you got to not just know God, but know God. Like Rodney brought up on the show last week, you just can't think that you know Michael Jordan because you have 100 pair of his shoes. You can walk up to him with a pair of those shoes on and the rest of them in a bag, and he doesn't know you, and he and you don't know him. And his security probably won't let you get near him. Same thing. A lot of us are in these relationships. We don't know. The first thing about having a relationship with God or ourselves 
in order to be able to turn around and give somebody a piece of us, just a piece of us, let alone all of us. So the flowers mean nothing. The candy means nothing. The money means nothing. And, oh, yeah, the sex means nothing. Because you better believe if that guy's in there buying two, three gifts, he's got to make a few stops with that same thing he's stroking you with and vice versa. He's not going to just drop the candy off. Not on Valentine's Day. But, see, that's the ritual. That's part of it as well. So mm-hmm. maybe the, 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 the best question we could leave you guys with, man and woman, are you loving your wife? Or even the woman you're with, are you respecting her? Are you respecting her now to the point when she becomes your wife? She knew then that you were loving her as Christ loved the church. You saw value in who she is. And women, I can't let us off. Are are we? Oh, do we have the kind of man to, that we would even submit to? Because there's no excuse for you to say. There's no excuse for us to say. Well, he's not the type of guy I can submit to. Well, then why is he in your bed? Hmm. Why is he in your life? <laughs> well, you know, we could skip life because, you know, some people say only three months now, and that's enough time for your bed. That's that's the motto these days. I mean, that is that is the time frame, and that's that's that giving is. it a lot of days. <laughs> I mean, that, for real. That, so that we, could, we could we could <laughs> yeah. I mean, so we could skip. We could just skip the life because sometimes they're in the bed before even the life is understood. Because see, because you wouldn't have this problem because you'll know your girl doesn't like one rose or 12 rose, what kind of candy she likes. So you wouldn't go in the store and just buy what everybody else is buying. You're going to buy something mm-hmm. that's meaningful. So people are not really sharing lives. They're sharing beds and time and space. Mm. To share a life is a whole other story. To that share a life, Valentine's Day is every day. The good, bad, and the ugly. To share a life. But to share a bed, hey, you can bring me a box of candy and, and a couple of roses, and I'll see you again, you know, next week here or there. And people are okay with that. Tammy, so it, it's, almost could, like, it's almost like that movie Joanna Man where, uh, where Vivica Fox said that she wanted flowers just because it's Wednesday. We don't we – don't, uh, I, I wonder how many people have those types of relationships where they do things just because. They have no reason for doing it. They do it just because. Just because we are in a relationship, I'm going to do this. Instead of happy Valentine's Day, why isn't it happy Rodney and Tamaria Day? Why isn't it, uh, hey, today's Tuesday. I was just thinking about you. Those are the things that make your relationship what it is. And, Tammy, one of your questions here uh, asks, is your love a seasonal thing? 
I think that if your love is not unconditional, yes, it is seasonal. And you will find out eventually, uh, whether it be 90 days, you know, that Steve Harveyology uh, that Tammy was just talking about, uh, or whether it be nine months, you will eventually find out what's in your heart for a person and what's in their heart for you. And when it is revealed, the best thing you can do is accept it. I remember, uh, I remember, you know, when when a relationship ended in the past, and the young lady, I mean, did everything she could to make it my fault and to put the blame on me. And I remember. Uh, my friend said, there is nothing. If you think about everything you did for that girl, there is nothing you could have done differently to get a different result. Nothing. And i say that to the audience. If you are in a relationship, you should treat that person and, and and do it from the heart now. Don't don't do it because I'm saying this or because, you know, you don't want things to fall back on you. But treat that person as if if it were to end, there is absolutely nothing bad that person could ever say about you. Because if that's not who you are, then you shouldn't be in a relationship anyway. It should be to a point where that if it ends, the other person, even if they don't admit it, they they will know this had nothing to do with them. This is me and all of my men. And if you're not that person, Stay by yourself. And lastly, before I turn it back over to you, Tammy, to everyone listening, I think that before you can be in a relationship or love anybody, I think you have to be able to go through holidays without getting anything. I remember my former pastor once said, if anything that, he said that if $100 means everything to you, if it's a big deal to you, it'll always be a problem to you. Because every time you don't have $100, it's going to bother you. That and apply to other situations in your life. My wife means a lot to me. And so if we were not together, it would really bother me. Hmm. Got me. And I think that we all need to but 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 I will say this too, Tammy, that it didn't happen our relationship 
or uh, even us meeting each other did not happen until I was perfectly fine with being by myself and okay with being by myself. Didn't want to be with anybody. I was cool. I was like, you know what, I'm I'm done with this. It's like, I'm cool. Like, I don't I don't hate women. Like, I wasn't bitter. Nothing. I was just like, I'm I'm cool. I'm I'm chilling. I'm good. And I meant it. And that was when that was when we and that was when we met. But it wasn't until that and see being in a relationship meant a lot to me. And it meant a lot to me because growing up, I had so many broken relationships that I felt like if I were in a relationship that I would do everything that I can to make sure that, like, it was not a broken relationship. But then I learned it takes two people. Mm-hmm. Took me a while to realize. Like I thought that me being a good person on my own would be enough to uh, have a good relationship with with anybody. But then I learned that you could be whoever you want to be in a relationship. If you're not getting the same thing from the other person, then it really doesn't matter. Uh, we have a caller, Tammy, so um, unless you want to jump back in real quick, uh, we can take our call and then you can jump back in. Um, I want to, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to read something. How much time we have? Yeah, I want to read this and then we'll bring our caller in. That's, I actually know who that is, so hold on just a second. We'll pull you in. Um, Rodney, were you finished? Yep, I was finished. Okay. I want to read something from, um, this is a book called The Mastery of Self. And it talks about unconditional love and conditional love for sure. And then we'll take our caller, and then I'll I want to read um, what 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 love is biblically, and we all know that verse. But this is again from the mastery of self. Um, in the dream of the planet, there are two powerful forces that shape all of our agreements, attachments, and domestication. In the, in the Toltec tradition, we call these forces the two types of love, unconditional love and conditional love. When unconditional love flows, and this is, again, when unconditional love flows from our hearts, we move through life and engage other living beings with compassion. Unconditional love is recognizing the divinity in every human being we meet regardless of his or her role in life or agreement with our particular way of thinking. A master of self sees all beings through the eyes of unconditional love, without any projected image or distortion. Conditional love, on the other hand, is the the linchpin of domestication and attachment. It only allows you to see what you want to see, and to domesticate anyone who doesn't fit your projected image. It's the primary tool used to subjugate those around us and ourselves. Every form of domestication can be boiled down to, if you do this, then I will give you my love. And if you do not do this, 
then I will withhold my love. Every form of attachment starts with, if this happens, then I will be happy and feel love. And if this does not happen, then I will suffer. The key word in all of these statements is if, which, as you will see, has no place in unconditional love. As we construct the dream of the planet, we have a choice to love each other unconditionally or conditionally. When we love each other unconditionally, our mirror is clean. We see others and ourselves as we really are. And I want to read that again. When we love each other unconditionally, our mirror is clean. We see others and ourselves as we really are, beautiful expressions of the divine. But when the fog of the attachment and the domestication clouds our perception and we put conditions on our love, we are no longer able to see the divinity in each other, in each other's, in each other's or ourselves. We are now competing for a commodity that we have mistaken as love. And I'll stop there. It goes just a little bit more, but I don't want to read all of it. And that's a mas- the mastery of self. So great question to ask. First, do you love unconditionally or with conditions? And if whatever that answer is, then you got to go back and, and, and go from there. So if, if that guy or that girl does not bring you anything tomorrow, would you love them just the same? Would you still have the perfect night? Would you be okay with popcorn and Netflix? Would you be okay with it? Because to me, that's that's the best kind of night. You can have several nights of popcorn and Netflix for what you're going to pay for 12 roses that may not be your thing anyway and a box of candy that you may not eat anyway and that the next day you're not going to feel any better about the depth of your love for one another. So mm. that's what it's about. That's what it's about. So let's pull in. Rodney, did you want to, I know I said a lot there, so did you want to say anything before um, I pull our call oh, in? No, 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 no. No, go ahead and pull <laughs> our call in. Okay, we're pulling in 901 area code, last four zero six six eight. Look, I didn't mean to come in. I was listening. I was just listening. I hit a a, a number that okay. pulled me in. I'm just listening. <laughs> okay. I know okay, who you are you. and I know who he is. <laughs> That's my mom. Okay, I'm gonna click her. If she says she don't have anything to say, let's click her off before she forgets. Because <laughs> 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 if she if she remembers she did have something to say, we're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> Because that's Samaria's competition. For everybody that doesn't know, that's Samaria's competition. She says she's going to marry Rodney. <laughs> Mary. I mean, we've been, talking, we've been talking about men having more than one wife. <laughs> <laughs> My mom says she's going to marry Rodney. Because <laughs> he's smart. <laughs> so, but you guys... Um, I did read a lot there. I stopped it because I was going to pull her in. But um, that this is a great book. Um, I actually bought this book for Brandon, and, and he shared a couple of things 
with me out of it, and and I think I'm gonna have to get it for myself because I don't share books. But uh, Mastery of Self by Don, I think it's Miguel Ruiz Jr. Um, it's called The Totalic Guide to Personal Freedom, and I I really feel that's what a a, a number of our, a number of us are missing: the freedom of self. Like if you if you really love and like who you are then you can be open to give yourself completely and love someone unconditionally. And that is it's tough. It is tough to surrender and say, This is who I am, this is this is my woes, my this is my good stuff, this is my bad stuff. And to find that person who says, um, in in my words, is that's my baby. She's crazy. He's crazy in that area of life, but I like that. I, I, I love his crazy. I love her crazy right there. I'm accepting that. But if we're, and like Rodney said with the story that he read to us, when do you want the person enough in your life? Do you love them enough to be to be un, un, unchanged, to, to not be movable? And, and we're, we're saying with, of course, you still have boundaries for any relationship, but does the small stuff, do you go in and out based on the small stuff? Are you here today, you're, you got one foot out the door tomorrow based on the small stuff? Are you willing to endure even through the holiday love? What's your, what's your blueprint, I guess? What's your, what's your blueprint for love? What do you need? And what, what, what are you wanting that you, that you really don't need? It's just because. Hey, this is what we do on on um, Valentine's Day. Well, Valentine's Day is about love. It's so, what what I've been taught. So let's look at love. And I'll, I'll, Rodney, if you don't have anything, we can end it here. And I actually just saw a friend of mine that posted this out there, and I had not planned on reading it, but since she has put it out there, it's First Corinthians thirteen four through eight. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails. So what are we in? What are we doing? And what is tomorrow about? <laughs> good good question, Terry. Yeah. Yeah. And and so if that was at the forefront of our relationships, of, of the marriages, being patient, being kind, just being kind, just being kind to the person. Sometimes we're, we're we treat people, that we work with better than than our spouses. Being kind, patient. Oh, patience probably the first one as well. Dishonoring, not self-seeking. So, what if you weren't self-seeking? What if you were about giving on tomorrow? What if you beat your husband in giving you tomorrow? What if he is not expecting anything? but you are going to give him everything in honor of love day, not not Valentine's Day. So the world wants us to show how much we love each other, 
and this is this is how much I love you. And then it's not easily angered. How quickly or how quick do we allow the people that are closest to us to make us the most angry? And and, and I'll stop it with it keeps no record of wrongs. How many of us do fail that one? Because the minute something goes wrong, you're bringing up everything else. <laughs> so why don't you read, why don't you and your significant other uh, read First Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 as you share those gifts and make that the blueprint for your for your relationship. How about that one? That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, and and I'll 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 end here, Rodney, with uh, I just thought of one other thing. I remember reading this uh, quote uh, where this couple had been together for quite a long time, and they were asked the question, "What what has helped you? What has kept you here? Kept you together?" And the wife said that we never allowed each other, we never fell out of love at the same time with each other. There are going to be moments. There are going to be times. Um, and I guess more than anything, what we're saying here tonight is love yourself enough, first of all, to have wisdom, the wisdom needed to select the person that you choose to love, that you want to love, and that you feel is capable of getting to know you enough and understand how to love you back. Because the word tells us that, that, that by wisdom, God formed the earth. But we don't utilize our wisdom. And by understanding, he established the heavens. You need the same thing, I feel, wisdom to to establish that or to find that relationship, that partner. And it's going to take some understanding of that partner to develop that relationship. It's going to take that. And then the knowledge to do it all, the, the knowledge to put it together and say, this is who I chose, and this is what he or she needs, not on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is just the gravy on the rice or the, the, the jelly on the bread. That's all it is. It's just another day. But who are you to that person, and what does that person mean to you today? And the day after tomorrow, the day after Valentine's Day, what happens to your relationship? Are you patient? Are you kind? Are you keeping no record of wrongdoings? That is what matters. So I, at the end of the day, I hope you all have the best love day ever for the rest of the year. The best love day ever for the rest of the year, not just tomorrow. That's part of the problem. We're conditional in the way that we love. So, Rodney, I'm so glad you you decided on this topic. Um, Great topic, and I hope you and Tamaria have the best love day ever over and over again. And all of our listeners, you guys were really quiet tonight um, about love. I was so sure that you guys would chime in on this love thing, but Rodney, it just means we're really good at what we do, huh? 
<laughs> That's what I'm going with. <laughs> uh, any announcements, Tammy? Anything anything going on in your neck of the woods uh, coming up here soon? Um, I had the um, – oh, gosh, yes. You know what? There are two things. Um, the pageant, the Chickasaw Middle School pageant is – Oh, gosh, the 24th, I think. I should make sure of that. But I believe it's the 24th. I'll be judging that again this year. I'm I'm really excited um, to be going back there and, and interviewing the girls. Um, I'll tell you guys, last year was my first time doing that, and I remember asking the question. We could kind of throw in the questions. We had questions, selected questions, but we could also throw in questions. And I asked the girls um, if I looked up, looked you up on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, what what do you think I found? And I remember one little girl, her answer was, did you do that? <laughs> she wanted to be on the before she answered me, did I, did I already do it? So um, I'm looking forward to that, seeing those girls again and just, you know, being a part of all of that. And the second thing is um, – I am starting back. It's a little, little different this time. I used to have Bible study at my house, and it was it was for you know co-ed, I guess. But and I guess I'm not saying men are not welcome, but before we had men and women. But this time, I want to just start with I am starting with 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 just women, and it's called uh, Friday Night Bible Girls. And we plan to just come together and discuss topics, not just, you know, I think all topics that we discuss could be biblically. If we would, if we would look enough, we could take it back, and, and we should found, find some foundation or a platform or a guide from the Word. But we just plan on getting together um, once a month on Friday night to discuss things that we're going through as women um, Difficulties, challenges that we're having, even with with things like love and relationships. So I am really looking forward to that once a month thing, and and I'm hoping that it goes somewhere from us just being able to fellowship together. Um, because I don't always, I don't all, I love being home at home, but my problem becomes, where do I go and with who now? Like I'm, I'm very selective about where I go and with who. Um, and and I'm being kind of forced to do that because I'm finding that I, I'm losing my joy in a number of the places I used to could go and just be like, oh yeah, it's cool, it's all right. I'm, I I want to go where I want to go and where I'm going to feel comfortable, where my spirit is okay being there. So it's, it's becoming a different world, and I just I thank God for that. Not a perfect world by far, people. Um, I think anyone who chooses to go down the road of of self reflection of spiritual awakenings and, and this just surrendering themselves. It's it's a difficult process because it's a dying to self. It really is a death to self. So I just want you guys to understand by no way it's a perfect world. But um it's the world that I like to choose for myself. I'm like the fourteen year guy. Like this is what I want and this is what I'll have to do to get it. So those are the two uh, most exciting things that uh, I have working in the process now. So hopefully more to come later. But for now, that's it. What about you, Ronnie? Anything going on? 
well, let's see. I'm, uh, I've decided to take your advice and present at that uh, uh, workshop. Yay. Uh, at the event on, I believe it's March 4th. I think that's the date. Um, so I'm going to do that. Uh, I'll be traveling to Roanoke, uh, Virginia, uh, March 30th, I believe, or the 29th, uh, for uh, an education um, uh, conference. And then uh, the the blessings are still flowing from that Martin Luther King Day celebration. Um, so I will. So I, I I have been offered another speaking gig um, uh, at I believe it's Mount. It's the uh, Northern Virginia Sunday School Union, and um, I'm going to be uh, speaking at their fifth Sunday uh, service on April 30th. Uh, so uh, just just definitely um, enjoying the blessings. I'm almost finished with the second draft of my uh, novel. So uh, we'll see uh, how it goes and if it if it gets cl- closer to publishing in uh, 2017. Uh, and that's part one. Uh, it's a two part series. Um, and, and I will say, don't ever underestimate yourself because I would have never thought. Uh, that I would write anything that would uh, that would be eighty eighty plus pages. Never thought in a million years that I would do something like that. But um, it has been fun writing it. Um, I don't know uh, again when it'll be published or um, you know how it will all go. But I, I'm definitely excited about it. Um, and I already have the cover and, and so many things are falling in line. So definitely grateful uh, for that. Um, and, and really just blessed. Um, I don't know if you saw Tim Harry's, uh social media post, but uh, she said that Cupid came a little earlier, and she was just referring to uh, getting getting gifts uh, today. Um, and uh, tomorrow I have a basketball game, <laughs> so that's going to be our Valentine's Day, my basketball game. <laughs> um but I think that we're going to go out to dinner and then we'll do something this weekend. Um, so just 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 blessed. I got a chance to see my family uh, this past weekend. My uh, one of my grandmothers is not doing the best. I mean, she's she's hanging in there. So um, definitely glad that I got a chance to see her. So uh, blessed. Uh, we have a caller, so uh, I'll pull the meds in me and. Uh, Okay. I'll pull them in and, and then uh and then we'll close out the show. Uh all right. Caller from area code six seven eight, last four digits are nine seven five nine. Caller, you are on the air. Hello. Yes, yes, yes. Hello. Hey, what's up, Ryan? Hey, what's going on, bro? Hey, Timmy. hey what's going on? Hey Tim, how you doing? Oh, how are you doing? It's love day. You sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> I got my grown man on the bar time. I just want to ask y'all one question on this at the time. Right? If somebody saves you, how 
Halloween candy and get to you for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Oh, wow. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> say you Halloween candy and get to you for Valentine's Day? Does <laughs> that mean they love you? You want me to see my answer? They say you Halloween candy. And you will see for Valentine's Day. To my candy is candy. You don't get you don't get turn their co- turn their corn and stuff like that for Valentine's Day. My candy is candy. But Bob, I have a question. Why not?
And if you don't love yourself, you need to figure out why, and you need to start loving yourself. And always remember that as long as you're on the same page, it is better to have two people. But have two people all year long, not just on February 14th. Commit yourself to your spouse or to your significant other every day, 365 days of the year. Because only then will Valentine's Day just be another day, even if you guys do exchange gifts. It'll just be another day. But the same thing that you do on February 14th, you shouldn't have a problem doing it on August 14th. Love your significant others, especially for those of you who have a good one. And if you don't have a good one, you need to be thinking of an exit plan. But if you know that you have a good man or woman, then let them know that you appreciate them. Let them know that you love them. Because if you don't, Valentine's Day is not going to save your marriage. It's not going to save your relationship. But it's what you do after Valentine's Day that is going to speak very loudly to whoever you're with. We hope that you guys have a great Valentine's Day and know that we love you also here on the Butterfly Evolution Show. We want everyone to be happy. We want everyone to feel loved. We want everyone to prosper, not just today, but every day. This has been another episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. Until we talk to you guys again, we hope that you stay safe and we hope that you're productive and you do something that will improve your life and the lives of other people. Good night, everybody.
I'm coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes it will. Then I go to my brother and I say, brother, help me please. But he winds up knocking me back down. But I know 